I'm gonna get a hit, man. It's pitiful. I'll say nigga for some bread. For the love of the money. For the love of the money. Have your best friend put one in your head. Alright, man. Welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast Show. Got another episode coming. Got a special guest on the show today. My guy from the city, from Louisville. One of the dopest artists in the city, Game Type Black Steve, man. How you doing? I'm just trapping, man. Fuck with me, man. Southside shit, man. I ain't doing shit. What you want? Just chilling, man. Just going to take it day by day, man. That's all we can do. For sure. So, uh, so first off, man, tell the people where you're from and how old are you? I'm from the Southside, Louisville, Kentucky, man. 34 years old, man. Anybody that never came to the city, but Louisville, man, just describe how I was growing up here, just struggles and stuff you had to go through when you was younger. I mean, I grew up around a family full of hustlers, like, everybody around me was getting money, like, this, a lot, a lot of street shit, you know, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I never really grew up around robbing ass niggas or niggas that, you know, scam, like, I grew up around hustlers, like, street niggas, like, my daddy and my mom and my aunties and uncles and shit, like, everybody was hustling, like, everybody was doing something. My granny was hustling. So, the only motherfucker that worked with my mom was boyfriend. So, the only motherfucker that had a job. Uh, did you have a two-parent household, any siblings? Uh, yeah, I got a brother and a sister from my mom. I moved here when I was like, man, I'm from Dallas for real. I moved here when I was like, man, feeling like my mom and my dad had been together since I was probably about seven, eight. Feel me, so. Nah, my mom, I love my mom. That's what's up. What type of activities you was into as a kid? You play any sports, anything like that? Yeah, I like talking with my niggas, you know. Community center, boys and girls club and shit. You know, before school we hope, you know, play for school and shit. Like, I like playing basketball and shit. Football, I wasn't really into the contact sport. I was fighting shit, nigga hit me too hard and shit. <laughs> so I wasn't really feeling football and shit. So. I fucking basketball, I'm still dragging nigga right now. Put some money on Still a dragon in the right man. <laughs> you might have to see, you're gonna see it, see what that jump shot looking like, man. I want to see it. You know, I'll be hooping on Taylorsville at the sport. So as far as uh music uh business, man, did you have anybody in your family that was uh involved in the music business or you for circle of friends or you the first one to take the rap? My nigga Ron, he was rapping. That's who I started rapping with. He, him and his niggas, they was doing music. Like I said, I, I was trapping. Like, I lived in Grand Drive for 15, so I was the young nigga that was in the neighborhood. Like, while all my niggas was doing shit, like, I'm in the neighborhood, you feel me? So they was going to the studio and going rapping shit. I, I used to be one of them niggas, like, Man, I don't rap. Like, <laughs> like, I go to the studio, like, I, ain't, I don't rap. You know what I'm saying? I was one of them niggas. He's just vibing. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, my nigga made a song one day, but at the same time, my homie died. Oh, okay. Feel me? And after he died, I told you a story in the last podcast. Uh, my 
my nigga dad and my homie Kyle, he on the studio. He called me up to his barbershop slash studio. I went up there and fucked with him. And while I was talking to him, make a long story short, when we got done talking, when I went to the studio part of it, Rome had already made a song. It was kind of like, thought I was doing it. So I'm listening to that motherfucker. He had an open verse on him. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna spit a verse on it. It was just with some miscellaneous shit. It wasn't playing the net like You feel me? So I went in there, hopped on it, freestyled on it. Feel me? And when it got done, I liked how my voice sounded through the speakers. You feel me? I'm like, it's in my life. Feel me? Like, I did so much just like the verse too much. It was alright, but I, I like yeah, my voice. I like my voice, I like the atmosphere in the studio, niggas is like, yeah, they say on the hype, like, feel me, I like your voice. For the main part, they like my voice. Right? So I'm like, I'm like, you do something with this, you feel me? So we made uh, the winner's eyes of the month. Literally, the whole mixtape of the month. I charged like a thousand dollars. He made every beat, G Sharp. He made every beat. And we made the whole CD of the month. So SoundCloud. Eyes. Who did you like uh, grow up listening to? Who were some of your favorite artists? Grew up listening to P, Hot Boys, uh, Date Family, uh, fucking Skyface, you know, all the rapper like niggas. Uh, what else? That's about all that gangster shit, man. You know it. No limit, cash, money, shit. All that gangster shit, man. Like, I was on all that gangster shit. So, man, uh, when did you uh, really have the confidence to know that you really could uh, pursue the music? When my daddy was getting hopped about hearing every song, <laughs> I'd take every song of my daddy. Like, the first song he ever heard, he was like, I literally woke him up out of sleep. Like, daddy, I made a song, come listen to it, right? Come outside and listen to it. He just said, it's all right. <laughs> he, said, he said, it's all right. He said, he said, keep going, though. He said, keep doing it, though. You, uh, you got something. Feel me? It was all I needed. It didn't have to be the best, but he was like, keep going. You got potential. So I kept going, kept going. Each song got better. Each song got better and better. And I take him, I let him listen to it every time. And it got to a point where I was like, you done found your sound, I'm like, you found it. Feel me like, I feel it, but it's like, it ain't nothing like somebody else telling you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like I know, but when other people see it, I feel a little bit more better about it. So take me back to that time, man, when you was uh when you uh was recording um your first tape you said you dropped when you first recorded the song for the first time, man. How was it when you first um, recorded the song for the first time when you was in the studio? Was it did it come easy to you or was it something you had to master? How was it? Did you pick it up easy? I was fun, it was also fun and shit. Everyday shit, you know, whatever popped my head. Whatever I did that day, uh, I'm just talking about me. Right. So it really came easy for real. Right. Yeah. 
So uh, describe the music scene in Louisville, man, like for anybody that ain't keep, kept up with no Louisville artists besides, you know, the mainstream people that came out of the city, just describe how the music scene is here and do a lot of artists collab with each other and people be mind better. I mean, shit, for the most part, everybody doing their own thing, for real. The niggas that fuck with each other, fuck with each other. Everybody doing their own thing. I mean, like, I'll collab with a nigga, but I like for that shit to happen organically, like. I don't like forcing songs on niggas, like, I don't, if we just so happen to be in the same studio, we vibe and hear a beat, and we won't write to it cool. You know what I'm saying? But as far as forcing songs and shit, like if I heard a nigga on something, I hit a nigga, send a nigga a song, and be like, like I heard you on this right verse for it, for it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, like for the most part, everybody still accept up and do their own thing for real. Well, what would you say is the uh, biggest show you've done so far? Uh, biggest show. I performed in front of Baby and Pete about a month ago. session so we were looking for beats took us about 30 minutes out to find a beat we got to write a song so the end of it came he taxed us like two hundred dollars <laughs> shit right on we ain't even got nothing done shit be like we ain't even did nothing for real we still writing to the beat like you feel me like so after that day after that day I just always said, like, I'd never go in the studio unprepared. Right. You feel me? So, I might have three beats right to all of them within a two, three day period of time, maybe a week, depending on what the beat is. And I go in the studio with two, three songs done. Okay. So, as soon as I get in there, from the minute I step in the motherfucker, I know exactly what I want to do. Send him the beat. I got the song done. I'm ready to go in the booth. I'm ready to lay the first verse, the hook, the second verse. The song's done. So niggas like working like that. I'm a working nigga. You feel me? When I get in the studio, because I know exactly what I want. Songs is done. We ain't got to come up with nothing. I ain't got to write, find no beats or nothing. We straight to action. You feel me? So that's how I work. Like, I might sit up all night writing a song and rehearse that motherfucker three, four times, make sure it's right. Yeah, okay. How often do you go to the studio? Is it just like a vibe thing or do you try to go to the If one of my niggas invite me, I go. I only gonna book a studio session if I got songs done. Okay. If I don't get at least two songs done, I ain't going to the studio. Because I ain't trying to waste no money. Well, I sit in the studio and write. I can sit in my house and write in my car. Feel yeah. I don't give a fuck how much money I get. Like, I'm not finna waste no money sitting in my studio writing. 
I could sit somewhere else and get a better bag. I feel me like to write my shit. So I might go to the studio twice a week, three times a week, but think I'm going to do two or three songs. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it makes sense for me. Would you uh, stay independent or would you uh, sign to a major? I mean, shit, I think. If it makes sense, anybody gonna sign to a major. It's only so far you gonna get independent. Like, how many doffs you think it's gonna be? <laughs> like, he make that shit look good. He's independent. Like, but how many niggas? How many cash monies are? How many niggas is doing that? Like, this shit takes plenty of cash. You feel like it takes plenty of money to get to that. So you know what I'm saying? Like. Every nigga want to be independent when they own shit, but eventually you're going you gonna to have to sign a major. Because they got relationships for 15, 20 years that they done built, like, you know what I'm saying? They can get your music certain places that you will never be able to get independent. You know what I'm saying? So it's a big machine. Man, you know, uh, for anybody that don't know, you know, uh, you know, I listen to your uh music catalog a lot and for uh people that's gonna watch this interview you know you got features with people like PC, uh free side booby you got songs with Eastside booby um 86 not a couple other people from the city man you know you've been going uh crazy lately dropping the singles and the visuals to the uh to the songs and things like that man just kind of um Explain how those collaborations came about with Eastside and 86, you know, all the singles you dropped recent here recently. Uh, well, Ubi, I caught Booby on the humble today, if you know, you know, like, I had had that beat for like two, three months. I had it beat for like two, three months. Like, I didn't know what to do with it. Feel me? It was the come out, like, fuck, I'm gonna come out. I called Booby in the session and called me, like, I'm gonna go to the studio. I pops up at the session, he done knocked out like two, three songs already. Wow. He done knocked them out already, so he's in mode. You feel me? Like, I got beat for you. You feel me? Play that motherfucker. It was like five, six niggas in there, they all pulling their phones out there. Man, this motherfucker's hard, I'm risking it. Like, who's gonna be on this? And hold on. Me and Booby girl be on this one, we got this one. 15, 20 minutes, we play it for like four times. Booby goes in the booth. First time, I don't even know it's rolling off the shoulder, man. I said, that's it! I said, that's it! Kept going, he had more than that. Feel me? He kept going, I'm like, nah, stop it there. Feel me? I don't really know how long we got 68 days and got a bankroll. Like, I cut it right there. He had like six more miles after that. I'm like, I'm gonna cut that. I'm gonna hop in right after that. Like, it was perfect. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I honestly didn't know how to come out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got it from Ronnie. You know, so I'm like, fuck, I just like the beat so much. I bought it. I, I, I tried to write to it. I'm like, I, I don't know how to come out on the boo. He did it. Yeah, man. Booby, Booby's hard, man. Booby smacked that. When I first heard that song, I was like, damn, I couldn't stop it off my head till I played that song for about a week straight, man. Mm-hmm. For real. Man. That song was hard. And we had a video shoot. We had a ball. Oh, we had a ball video shoot. 
Yeah. What about that winning video? Motherfucker, like 50k views right now. Shit. Oh yeah. Facts. Hey, uh, 86 Knot collaboration you did here recently, man. How did that come? I already had that song on Dumbling. I listen to all my shit every day. Like, if a nigga rag with me, like, they know they gonna hear my shit. Like, <laughs> I, I listen to other niggas like 20% of the time. Like, 80% of my day, I'm listening to my shit. Feel <laughs> Because I guess to I guess to hear it, like I be mixing mastering my shit really. So I guess to hear what I want turned up, what I want. I just be listening to that type of shit and I be listening to my music. You know what I'm saying? So I just heard it's not on it. I heard the moment. After 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 the last word I said, I just heard it's not on it. And I'm I'm good with that type of shit. I'm good for hearing niggas on songs and putting them on there and it be perfect, like just the way I heard it like. So and I sent it to him, he was with it. Feel me? He had to sit on it. Feel me? Whenever I bring a nigga into my world, like, my music's a little different. You know what I'm saying? So, a nigga gotta really sit and write to it. Cause it's like, I'm coming so hard, like, they can't, like, like yeah, I got to sit to it. Feel me? So, it took him about a week, week to write that motherfucker. He sent that motherfucker, it was perfect. I gotta mix and master it. One single that you dropped, man, the, um, for the love of the money, man. I think that's uh, one of your more impressive singles because you show a, a different side to your artistry. You know, like, I explain uh, how, how did you approach that song when you first got that beat? Because, you know, when you had that song, man, um, I was just surprised on how you did how you did the song because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, my nigga. My nigga Ron, he, he came, he, he came, he brought that to my attention for real. Like, played the beat. He said, I heard you, I heard you saying this black. Cause they was in the studio every day. Feel me so he said, he said, no, I heard you saying this. I'm listening to him. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling that. Feel me? Originally it was somebody else singing that. Oh, okay. Feel me, but I lost contact with him. I, I lost contact with him, but I didn't lose contact with him to work. When I seen him, it was like we could never get in the studio. You know what I'm saying? To work, man. Niggas was like, man, you can do it. Feel me? Like, I can't do it. We at the studio, it's probably like seven, eight niggas in there chilling. They're like, you can do the shit. Like, feel me? Like, like, can do it though, like I, I got different little voices, like I can do shit, you know what I'm saying? Like so I went in there and did it, like and it really like just took like one take, like you know, like when I record, like I don't go all the way through. Of course I do, I do punching and shit, but it took one. Whichever punching I'm doing took one time to do it. No, okay. I really didn't have to repeat too much and nothing. The melodies was right, everything was perfect. And I'm sitting down doing this shit. It's so easy, you feel me? So that song came together, and then the traveling how he all uh he said, I didn't have to tell you what notes to hit or nothing. He said, you already knew what you was doing. I'm like, yeah, I listen to the motherfucker every day, you feel me? But it was another nigga singing it. Oh yeah. I just put my little one two to it, you feel me? And it actually was better. You know what I'm saying? Not the 
she bought my nigga down and nothing but that motherfucker was it was perfect album and, and if you really listen to it you're a female in the background I had her just a little bit you feel me she she's in the mix you know what I'm saying so yeah yeah create some shit uh, really showed a different side to you man as far as uh, your artistry you know showing that you're uh, versatile as an artist. Yeah, I'm in the car doing freeway. Listen to the beat <coughs> 20 times. Okay. I'm talking about that motherfucker being on repeat. Repeat. It's all I'm on no love. Right. Thank you. Right. Literally in the car doing 60. <coughs> on my notepad. You know what I'm saying? Right. On the freeway. Get in the garage, my shit there for another hour. Right. By the time you know it, it's 5, 6 in the morning. Wife is calling me like, where you at? I'm in the car. Right. Okay. Alright. Don't bother me. Right. I get all this on the other night. Letter. Would you say your writing session is kind of like a, a, a time you feel like you at peace? Yeah, like, I'm alone anyway, right? And I like to create shit, like, say, it could be all of us laying bricks. Right. I might not be as focused. You know what I'm saying? But let me be by myself, I'm gonna lay all the motherfuckers perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like a lot of people in the room wearing white and like, my studio sessions is really thin, like I'm allowed to have two, three people in there, and they really more interested than I am about it. You know what I'm saying? We all on the same course. So I've been focused. You know what I'm saying? So it's a creative process. It's something to see. And as far as uh, your music career, man, uh, short and long term goals, man, what you want to accomplish? You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit, that type of shit, I win. I, I feel good. You know what I'm saying? I wake up, get a nap, and I'm going number two next to fucking uh, Billy Eilish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As a hood trap nigga, I don't really set on the quarters. Like, I haven't really set on the projects. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a real local nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, I accomplish shit like that. Shit. That's a win. You know what I'm saying? That's a little shit. What is something that caught you by surprise when you, uh, now that you've been doing music for a while now, what is something that caught you by surprise that you didn't know about when you first jumped off into the music business and also uh, give some advice to any younger artists that just now starting out? Mm -hmm. A lot of niggas just can rap. Mm -hmm. Watch some person. <laughs> nah, I'm real. That's not the real shit I can say. Like, a lot of niggas just good rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I, I like their music. Meet them. They like, they don't match up. You feel me? But it's like niggas music. Some niggas stir up, but for the most part, I don't want to get caught up in rap shit. You know what I'm saying? 
some niggas just get rappers. Like, a lot of niggas get caught up in the lyrics and, oh, this nigga ain't no mad. Fuck, I don't even know about that. He might be rapping another nigga's life. He feel it. You know what I'm saying? He's just a good rapping ass nigga. You feel me? Whoever it is, you feel me? Like, that's how I look at shit. I don't even try to go too deep in the shit, but just rap. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I actually uh, feel what you're saying. Like, you know, from December of last year to like the May of this year, I ain't go nowhere. Went to work and go home, and I stopped popping back out. That Memorial Day good time was back for a uh, uh, day party or whatever. And I people was like, man, glad to see you back outside. They, like some people, you know, throwing a little slick shot. Like, yeah. yeah, I thought you fell off or something yeah. like that. I was like, bro, just because you don't see a person in the club every day, you don't mean it fell off. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a conversation with people. They was like, hey, man, Rich Homie went broke. I was like, bro, Rich Homie went broke. I like, bro, this this shit is. They put in your face who they want to see in your face. Little baby, the guy right now. So of course you gonna see little baby all the time. But just as you gonna see Rich Homie as much as did when he first came out, don't mean he ain't still making the like, in that world though, like a motherfucker told me the other day, like, I said, oh, you still with your girl? I don't never see you post on me, all right? Like oh, she right next to me right now. <laughs> feel like I gotta post shit for you to believe it. Like, <laughs> It's like in this world today, like they gotta see it. Like they got to see you to know you get money. Like it got to be on you, on your right. neck, on your wrist, on your. If you ain't looking up the pie, you ain't got it. Right. Fucked up. Yeah. Crazy. Just like this, Murphy. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Like, what? You feel me? Like, motherfuckers be caught up. But I, I love it. I love the hate. I love the love. Like, I love it. You showing me love if you fucking with me, period. Talking about me to a nigga. It's all love to me. You talking about me, you got me on your back. Right. <laughs> you talking about me to a bitch. Nigga. <laughs> you talking about me for? Right. I ain't worried about you. I probably don't you. I don't get into that shit. Early in life, it's, uh, when people saying you too much, I was telling one of my little boys the other day, I was like, no. Get to a point where, where you, when you really got stuff going on and you got stuff going for yourself, like you got to put yourself in a position to where you like a corporation, like your business, before you even get to that that big level. Because I was like, you know, it should be a privilege for people to you know have access to you or to see you on a normal basis. You know what I'm saying? I feel like every nigga here, like y'all heard stories about a nigga in your city getting money. But you like really see the nigga like coming up as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like coming up as a kid, like you hear stories about the nigga in your city getting money. Like you just hear shit. You hear so much shit about the person. You feel like you know him, right? right. To where when you finally see him, it's like you know it's them without even knowing it's them type shit because you done heard so much shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's life, bro. It's crazy. I just see the shit. I can't really explain it, but I know how shit go out here in the world. Like, and I know we don't see stars every day. We see them on our phone a lot. We 
The motherfuckers see people they see on their phone every day that's fly, driving nice cars, living good, like motherfuckers like they look up to you. So when they finally see you, they like they don't really know what to do, like, you know what I'm saying? Like they might have just been get through looking at you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like real shit, like, like I'm trying to get shit like that, like, make that big of an impact the world, like. I just make music and motherfuckers fuck with me so much the world when they see me they like and I'm so cool like what's up? Feel me like your picture, what's up? Like she ain't nothing yeah, whatever, feel me like she ain't nothing like I'm me. Mm-hmm. On the camera, off the camera, bad myself with people, I'm me, feel me so. It's real. <laughs> so they might play your music a little more. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, not everybody got to like me, but majority do. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about the haters. Fully, man. Uh, gang, gang type did. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Yeah, gang type did. Fucks with Yeah, man. Uh, be on the lookout, man. I appreciate Game Tycoon Podcast today. Everybody go stream his music on all streaming platforms. Be on the lookout for more visuals. And be on the lookout. I got I kind of got a feeling of what the release date going to be. But, you know what I'm saying? Be, be on the lookout for that new project coming sometime in November. And uh, also uh, be on the lookout. Uh, biggest interview on my uh, career drops on this Monday coming up. The Reds and Shine drops November 7th at uh, 12 p.m. Eastern time. So I need everybody to stay tuned for that. And uh, stay tuned for the other two big interviews coming out there with uh, Free Band Test, Future Artists, and uh, One Shot Deals, DMX artists where we passed away. And um, anybody that want to be a guest, you know, you know how to get in contact with me on my Instagram, Eric J. The Great. You know, I'm willing to talk about anything. We can talk about Kanye. We can talk about anything. You know what I'm saying? Just be on the lookout. Everybody go follow Game Tight underscore Black underscore Steve on all platforms. Subscribe, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Run his watch time up. You know what I'm saying? So start getting his YouTube check. I'm coming with good music. I'm a little funny in the swing. Brad nigga out. You know what I'm saying? This is how I'm a real nigga, man. I'm coming with good music, man. Good energy, great ass. You know what I'm saying? Fuck with me, gay type black sleeves. Man, we out here. For the love of the money. How your best friend put one in your head. For the love of the money. Have a nigga locked up, stuck in the feds. For the love of the money. Serious, perfect your craft, you know what I'm saying? And just write, uh, freestyle, whatever, however you do it, just do it. 
You know what I'm saying? Do it as a hobby. Don't really do it to get nothing in return. If you want to do it, just do it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to rap, just be a rapping ass stand up. Do it for nothing. Just because you like to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because we're the last ones to get paid, buddy. We're <laughs> 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 the last ones to get paid, and I don't know when your break coming. It might take five years, it might take a year, six months, it might take ten years, but when it comes, it's going to be big. It's going to be all the money you spent in more coming back somewhere. You know, I think you shouldn't really think about getting that out of it. Just keep putting what you don't put into it and keep it in. Hopefully the sun's gonna come to you. Uh, the, rest of, uh, the rest of 2022, man, and uh, beginning of 2023, just listen to things you got coming as far as projects, features, things like that. Go ahead and question mark 22, man. No way. I'm dropping. I'm thanks to the streets. Catch my drill. I'm coming. I got a couple more videos I gotta shoot. I'm gonna leave Gang Gossip 3 where it is. I'm gonna just give y'all 10 songs, man, to level up, man. I'm gonna drop Gang Gossip 3 after that. And just keep that as it is. You know what I'm saying? So, level up, man. So, you know, 10 bangers. That's what's up. You got any uh, features you want to make? So, you want to keep it on the hush for now? They don't see it. They don't see it. I already know I got Slot, Peasy. Ain't no more features though. I'm solo. And there's no more features. Them songs already out. I got some angles Oh yeah. How do you want people to proceed? Like, uh, what do you want people to know you for? Just a real nigga. I'm a real nigga. I'm the same nigga. The same nigga. I feel like I don't know that same no more. I'm the same nigga I was when I jumped out the porch. I ain't got shit. I was fucked up. I still woke up joker every day. I woke up happy every day. I've always had people that fucked with me, didn't fuck with me, whatever the case may be. I've always got money. I've always paid bills. Shit, <laughs> like I've always lived life. I've always traveled. I've always been a fly nigga. Feel me like I just always been me. Whoever know me know that. Like my whole life. I could lie to you if I wanted to. If anybody really know me and you ask about me, they're gonna say, and they're gonna get some money. Feel me? Maybe I got a little, maybe I got a lot. Who knows? But he gonna get some money. He gonna live, you know, the fucking best time out. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just an all around real nigga. Yeah. That's what's up. Got some people that you wanna work with that you ain't work with yet? I need one in with Yanni. First one, Yanni. Yes, Nani got another one too. Hard. You should be visual to it? Hard, we need to. It's a lot of things in the city. It's hard, man. Oh, I can't get a lot of people right off. It's a couple of them. 
So man, uh, any last words you want to say to the uh, to the people, man, and uh, just uh, let people know how to find you on social media and things like that. And you can find me on all platforms, Game Type Wax TV, everywhere. Any social media, like Game Type underscore Black underscore Steve, Game Type Wax TV. So you can find me out, man. I'm in the city, Lord and Type, moving, grooving, all day. Fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> word, word, words of 2K skinny, man. Fuck with me, man. Free skinny, man. <laughs> man, but uh, I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast, man. You know, uh, anytime you want to come on and get some out to the people, just let me know. And uh, we can set it up. You know, we, we can talk about some real stuff. Like Boosie did say cheese. Whenever I get somebody on my chest, I'm coming up. Hey, Jada, great. Whatever shit I'm on top, we pop the shit like say cheese, man. Fuck with us, man. Yeah, now you can talk about real stuff too, man. Relationships, child support. Whatever. And whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, uh,. One thing I've been saying on my last couple of episodes has been real heavy on my mind. You know, we uh, we get caught up in living our own individual lives and everybody supports people that got billion dollar machines behind them, but they don't support the people that they can physically touch in the city every day. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, we got to support everybody to get them to the point that we see these people that we look at on Instagram every day, the game type Black Steve's, the East Side Boobies, 86's, everybody that's real dudes in the city, you know, show love to y'all on holidays, you know, did Christmas giveaways, all type of stuff, you know, support what they got going on, man, you know, we quick to support a person that we probably never meet in our lifetime, or they probably ain't even gonna speak to you if you that's try to speak to them. Uh, you know, you, uh, it's how you gotta handle the world, man. The less they see you, and the more you put shit in their face, on the screen though, like the more they see you through the phone, but they really don't see you in person, right. it's like they more infatuated with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I said like, I didn't want to really go out like that no more, like, cause they see me too much. Right. Like I got motherfuckers that really be infatuated with me, like, you know what I'm saying? But you know motherfuckers that really be on like then they see you, they see you a little too much. You know what I'm saying? Like I see you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know, like I just be nah, feeling shit like, like the more you don't see a person, but the more you see them on your phone working and they moving around, but you never really see them. So when they see you, they like being like starstruck type of shit. Like right. they just see you on the phone like, you know what I'm saying? Like a fan. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how a nigga gotta really move around here. Nigga gotta put in work, drop shit, and move around every now and then. To, to feel the love, cause I feel the love. Feeling like everywhere I go, like, motherfucker ain't gotta say nothing to me about nothing else, they gonna say something else with music. Right. Feel me like, they say something else with music. And they be like, not fan in a bad way, saying you're a fan ass nigga, but they a fan of the music. Like they like the music. Like nigga, I fuck with that shit, nigga. Like females, niggas, I don't talk to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they be happy to see a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I fuck with it, man. Like, yeah. Niggas just gotta keep working. Like, 
sitting on there fucked about nothing. They can hear a song and be fucked up about it for a week, two, three days. Then you drop it something else. <laughs> So a nigga gets to really just keep dropping and really not really worry about it and then just keep the shit out. Yeah. Like, I'll be having a problem. Like, I need to start dropping more frequently. Right. And I'm sitting on shit. I got plenty of music. Feel me, but I'm gonna start dropping that shit though. how you feel, yeah. yeah.
was she gonna be able to fight when the splits is done? When the song first started going up. He said it was in the. He sold it. Yeah. She so, said it. She so lied. That's what she said. Yeah. She said, nigga, you telling people the guy who moved the song, you know, nigga, you sold the song for fifty thousand before it even got the word. He was, he was in his feelings because he was like, man, he ain't taking me to none of your label meetings. Go see Gotti and all. And she said, nigga, you mad because the song I got the award to wasn't for that. It was for the other song. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people did. I ain't gonna lie, I think that's wrong. I'm not. I'm gonna be real. 